Hey guys, um, I'm Nick Bester, the founder of Best Athletics, and I'm super excited to bring you episode three uh, of our first season of the Best Athletics podcast. Um, we're joined by a very, very special guest today. Um, so yeah, myself and Coach Sam um, will be will be asking. Uh, this person a few questions and then what we're going to do is we'll touch base on um, a bit of Sam's running journey to date, how she's found being a coach at Best Athletics um, afterwards um, and a little bit about what's going on in the world of Best Athletics. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to introduce you to this guest, um, GB Runner, one of the biggest legends out there. Um, welcome, Jake Smith. Oh, thanks for bringing me on this. I'm quite excited to hear how everything goes yeah great jake i'm sure most of our listeners kind of know about you who you are but if you could just give everyone like a little bit of a background of who you are what you've been up to and how you got into running um so like i started running when i was back living in hong kong when i was like quite young but i played all the other sports i came to england saw the size of the boys playing rugby and i said nah screw that i'm not playing that ever again um carried on football for a bit and then I think I just took it up more in university because my coach at the time, James D, like he noticed I was quite good. I put in all the work, hard work. And from there, it just skyrocketed. Like I signed my first professional contract with Nike in the NN running team last year. And it's been a bit of a journey this last year, just with injuries and everything. But I'm coming out of it really strong and hopefully some races on the horizon. Great. Thanks for uh, like letting us know about that. Uh, we won't touch too much on Reds now. We're going to do a whole separate podcast about Reds at some stage, so I'm sure we'll have you back for that. Um, but a lot of us know that you were injured. You were out from running for a while. Um, so could you just give us a bit of insight into kind of how you stayed positive during your injury, during your break from running, um, and anything that helped you during that period? So I think I think the big thing is my um, my coach now, Joe and Gavin Pavey, they just can't believe the work I put in onto the cross trainer, into the gym and everything. Like, I don't know, like once they give me a plan, I'm following it to that absolute, like to the final minute, like even more and stuff. And I think the big thing for me that kept me motivated was seeing some of these big results. So like watching London, seeing Emil run 208 and like, he's my big competitor. I was like, oh, you know what? I need to beat him. And I remember him finish crossing the line and I sent um, like a little sentence to my coach straight away saying, I'm running, I'm beating him next year. So um, there's a bit of like a rivalry and like, I think it's just like seeing everyone's runs and um, that's just kept me going and people like, because I know what I'm worth and I think there's still quite a lot of, I'm still quite, I, I want to perform for NN, like being on the like world's greatest team, they say, with all these athletes, I want to show that I can compete with these guys. So it's, it's, I think that's the reason why I've like stayed so motivated. 100%. Um, you know what? It's like, do you know what I can really appreciate and respect is that, you know, I've been running for oh, the better part of 10 years now, getting, like, call it, you know, in the sub-elite field. And, um, you know, as, as like even the everyday runners, it takes out a lot on you uh, physically, but more so mentally. And I know, obviously, the professionals, like, you have to be super talented, but the mental resilience, and I think it's clear on your Strava, <laughs> that uh you know the amount of work you put in on the cross train i think a lot of people look at that and think you know i, I can get there i can do that work but when you actually start doing it and sam you will know as well yeah, it's like it. 30 minutes on the cross trainer feels like you can watch the movie titanic twice it's like <laughs> so long um and you just get through it i think because you obviously just have that will and the drive to get back to where you were compete with the best and stuff like that and yeah i mean it's just incredible to see mad respect and hey, it's going to be such a cool story at the end of it when you're up there, you know, 
on, on big podiums and stuff. And you can share with us all that, all that cross training footage that I've seen. It's just unreal. So yeah, keep on keeping on. It's great to see. Um, okay. So obviously, you know, you've been at the racing scene for quite some time now, actually. Yeah. Um, thank you. First of all, for educating a lot of the running community, um, on exactly why you've been out, um, and what you've done during this time to get your body into a better position. Um, how have you found the support from brands during this time? Obviously, you know, being a professional athlete, you do have a few connected brands like NN and Nike and stuff like that. Um, when you're not running and in the past I've heard, you know, people's contracts just drop straight away. Um, you know, when they're not performing type thing, how's the support been throughout this last, you know, couple of months? It's actually been incredible. Like I probably got more support like when I've been injured than I actually have been running. And like Adam who works with me for Nike's been like meshing me most weeks, like just make it like just a general checkup, like I'm all right. I've having called my agent from NN and everything. But I think I said to them, like, because I had five weeks completely off training and I said to them, I don't want like no one really to message me yet. I want to get my own self sorted. And then they kept giving me like insights, my coach as well. Um, gave me insights into like Rene for nutritionist, um, gave me Kaz, so the psychologist, and they've just been constantly like making sure I'm all right and everything. And fortunately, I signed like a five year contract, so I don't know what <laughs> I would have to speak to my parents, but I don't know what like what would happen if they broke it or if I broke it. But they've just been constantly like for me, like when I ask for if I need some shoes or anything, still, and like as my mileage goes up, they're constantly just sending me some kit and everything. And I think um, because they were when I first announced that I was struggling with injuries and stuff, they were quite hesitant. They were quite nervous about it because they didn't want to like it to go everywhere and it seemed as a bad way. But then they've seen how well I've done from it in terms of like promoting it and getting people to like speak out about it. I think they're now like really, really enjoying the fact I'm doing that and actually making the brands both NN and Nike a bit bigger because I'm saying about their support as well. Yeah, that's so interesting to hear. And like just looking at all the work that you've done in the red space, um, it's just been incredible. The support that you've got, like the awareness you've raised, I think like that's been so huge coming out of your injury. Um, so yeah, thank you for sharing um, all of that Fine. and really raising awareness. I think it's so important and it's so good to see brands supporting more sustainability within the sport because mm. we see yeah. so many like elites, top level runners getting injured. Um, so it's great that people are finally kind of talking about that and still supporting them through their journeys rather than just backing away. Yeah, I was quite nervous at the start because I was like, oh, what happens if I announce this and they just say, look, we like, we don't want to like not help you, but they're, they're going to be like, okay, like you said, almost drop me or say like, okay, you need to perform at the end of the year. But it was quite funny. I had a, I had a um, call with my agent the other day and he said, you're not racing for another two months. Like we're getting your body properly healthy. We don't need you racing anytime soon. Like you get to December, it's all on next year. And um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I think they know what I'm capable of. So it's just about, addressing the needs now it's really really cool to hear i think you know what the fact that you signed a five-year contract with them is like their confidence in you they know how talented you are how fast you are and we all go through phases yeah and uh, unfortunately you know some of us are out for a bigger portion than than others um but i mean yeah the fact that i mean we still believe you you're still going to pee you definitely are still going to peak and get back to your best and stronger than before um so yeah that's that's really good signs right there and i think the fact that you've been so open and honest 
um, has been so well received because a lot of runners out there can actually relate to what you're going through. And I think from, you know, what I've seen, a lot of people look at pro runners and it looks amazing, um, but it's, it's, uh, it's unrelatable to a lot of people. So, you know, when, when people see what you're going through, they're like, oh, actually, you know, I kind of might've gone through that or I know someone who's gone through that as well. Um, so yeah, thanks for just speaking so openly about it and, and educating yeah. other runners. Um, okay. So you've, you've obviously, um, you're feeling a lot healthier and stronger now from what it seems. How intense is your training at the moment? Um, and are you sticking to like similar structures to what you were before? Uh, like how many harder days do you have in a week? Do you have like a training principle that you specifically follow? Um, or how far are you along with returning to like full on all our training? mode so it's taken me i think this is like the 11th week of running i mean the first few weeks were like two miles four miles whatever now i think i'm going to be hitting about 50 miles this week of running um so it's taken me 11 weeks so as you can imagine like i've taken it really slowly um but i'm still doing like six seven hours of cross training on top of that and like four or five hours in the gym of just general strength but for now, I'm, I've spoken to my coaches. I'm doing three harder days, so like a Tuesday track session, Thursday tempo-based, Saturday track session. And we've decided because I've been running faster, my back's not hurting at all or anything. I haven't picked up any niggles or anything. So we've decided because I'm still not running that much to put the more intense sessions, make that more important. And then because you can do that, like as boring it is, it is, you can do all the easy stuff on the cross trainer. But when you want to get like racing and running specific, you kind of need to do the sessions. Like I've been doing constant sessions on the cross train and everything. And it does raise your heart rate, but it's so different. So that of running. And as soon as you hit a track, you're like, you're still a bit like your legs don't feel right. So it's, yeah. So that's what I'm following. And then like, I'm running five days a week at the minute. So it's like Monday evenings, Tuesday track, Thursday, like morning tempo, Saturday, and then Sunday. And I'm now getting up to, it's like a 60 minute or 65 minute run at the end this Sunday. So I still haven't hit a half marathon run or anything like that. My longest, like just run, not including the warm up and cool down has been 14, 15 K. So it's still, it's still nothing, but I'm gradually building up. For sure. For sure. I mean, after what you've been through, you don't want to do, do too much too soon. And like you said, no. the main goal is next year. You've got it in you. Yeah. So there's no point yeah. in uh, enforcing it. Um, okay. So you, you sort of got like, the king of cross training title to yeah. you now. now. I see you very proud of it. Um, often, you know, show, showcasing your cross training, which is amazing because as runners, a lot of us just love running and yeah. <laughs> not doing many other things. But obviously, the cross training is hugely beneficial to in, uh, aiding your running and, and especially in, in particular to remaining injury free. Uh, I, I noticed you follow heart rate training quite closely as well and you're always in touch with what your heart rate is what your heart rate max is average for the session now what do you find it easier to get your heart rate the highest in and average in running versus cycling cross training versus oh. the actual elliptical cross trainer so the easiest in the gym is the you know the assault bike you know what they do yeah, for the crossfit yeah. champs so i'm on i'm on that for like an hour and a half sometimes that is so easy to get your heart rate up because you like, you're just like, it's a whole body workout. I adore that. And the best thing about that is even if you're going easy after like a hard effort, you can't, your heart rate still doesn't come down because you're just like, you're battering. Uh, it was quite funny. The other day I did, I've done two or three sessions now on the elliptical and they've had to put out the wet floor signs behind my cross trainer to clean up 
So I think I'm quite proud of that. Um, but yeah, that's, but then I still, when I run it, running is just the easiest because you're not really thinking about heart rate. Like you can, you can sprint and everything. Whereas like on elliptical, you have to like, for example, pick up the levels to get to that level. And then it, trying to sustain like level 25 or something, your legs are barely moving. You're hot. Like you can't really do much. So I put running first, assault bike second for sure. Very close to running. And then third, the elliptical. I don't really go on the bike um, because it's very, very good. But I think it it kind of forces, like triathletes have said, like it kind of uses different muscle groups compared to running. Whereas I find the elliptical um, uses more similar like muscle groups. So that's why I haven't really been on the bike. Okay. Okay, cool. That's really interesting to hear because we'll see how my return to run <laughs> goes after I've spent my whole life on the bike these five months. <laughs> we can do a comparison. <laughs> um, and now that you're kind of returning to running again, have some structure. Um, I know your focus is kind of next year, just getting strong this year. I saw you doing some pull-ups this morning. Great. Um, kind of wanted to find out what your next goals are. Do you have anything coming up this month? Do you have anything in the diary at all yet? Or are you just kind of building up slowly, getting strong and then progressing from there? So I'm off to Netherlands next week to see my team for a week. Um, so I'm training with this guy called Richard Duma out there for a week. So he's like the Dutch, he's run like 335 for 15 all the way to 211 marathon. Um, so I'm training with him and then I'm going to Leipzig for three weeks um that's a bit it's so rogue no I don't think everyone's ever been to Leipzig for a training camp but I got I got in touch because we there's um going to Berlin for a couple of days and I was like you know what let's just find I love Germany let's find the place and I actually got in touch with Klosterhalven about it all and she told me she's giving me like a physio's number and got some of the groups in up there training with us so I think it's gonna be quite fun it, it might start like a new thing people might go out there um I think I'm going for more of the football than the actual training because there's a few big teams out there. But yeah, so going there for three weeks and then hopefully in September, I'm looking at some races in September. Um, and then I guess it's like, it's quite like next year, Paris, it's like the Olympics. So it's just, get if I stay healthy till December, who knows what I can do? Um, I'm going to target the Olympics. Okay, okay. So in September, I'm actually doing the big half in Berlin Marathon. So if you get fit and in shape, please come come join me for that. Ah, uh, it's a big half. I would love to, but the big, it's still because I still haven't run the distance. Yeah. So it won't be big okay, half. Okay, um, okay. I, I know. I was thinking maybe big half because it's obviously a special race to you, and you've competed really, really well there in the past. I mean, if I if I race that, it might the race I did before that would have been big half the year before. So it'll be wow. a whole year without wow. racing, which is a bit okay. scary. Okay, let's not, let's not tempt you too much. We don't want to force you, force you back <laughs> too soon. Um, but okay, so so you said Paris um, Olympics next year is Mangol. Yeah. And what distance specifically? Marathon? Yeah, it would have to be, I think. It would have, like people know I'm like, I'm going to step up. But again, it's going to have, because the 10K time is just so stupid now. It's like 27.05. Wow. Or 27.10. So I'll put in, I will do a 10K, but... It's it's like not many people have run it this like for example at Highgate, uh Chalimo, he didn't even run the time. The American guy, he didn't even run the time who and he won it, for example. He was like two seconds off. So I've said like it, it just depends if I stay healthy until December and if I do then full on 
for Paris, I guess, because at the end of the day, it's an Olympic year and I can't say no to that. Exactly, exactly. So when when ideally would you want to run the qualifying time and the build-up for that? And and what is qualifying again? It's sub 211? 208.10. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so Emil ran it this year. He ran it four or five seconds under. But, you know, they kind of go off rankings. So Phil Sussman running 210 actually puts him in a good spot maybe for Worlds this year. Um, but I know, like, I've paced European marathon record. I know I can do some good times. Um, so I've actually, I've actually messaged Emil after the fi- when he came second at 5K British Champs and said, why don't I come up to Leeds in November and do a training camp with him? So I'll be, and he said, yeah, he's keen for that. So it's going to be both of us just like slaughtering it, I guess. Um, the qualifying is hard because I've spoken to my coach and London's the last date of the qualifying but it only gives you three, three and a half months to get ready for the Olympic. And I don't think, like, I don't think personally I can run, say, for example, I ran 208, 207 or something. I don't think in three months I could be back out there running my PB. So we're looking at, like, one maybe earlier in the year, um, maybe Feb time or something. Of course, it'll have to be abroad. Um, but that's that's the aim. I'm still speaking in touch with my agent, my coach about it all. But I've I've told them my thoughts and I want to do that marathon next okay, year. Okay, so your window of opportunity is pretty much between December and call it yeah. end of February, ideally, if you want to perform best. Yes. And ultimately, yeah. you've you got to go sub 208.10. But yeah. if you do do uh, like a 210 flat and that ranks you second fastest British, uh, does that qualify you for the Olympics? It, it goes off ranking. So you, they, um, Sebco was saying like they've made the times harder and then they'll just go, most of, the, most of the events, they'll just go off rankings. But British Athletics posted out something saying they're only going to take like medal contenders or something. So it completely depends on them. So that's why I kind of have to just go for it, go for that time. And at the end of the day, like I've even said, like if I went to London, I would actually probably just go up with the front group and just say, sod it, I'm just going with it. But maybe maybe not, but it's we'll always see. been your style. I mean, you came in at, at yeah. 211 flat with one Joel, so... We're backing you to go at least three minutes faster than that. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's the aim. That's the aim. Cool. Awesome stuff. Um, Okay. Back to the the cross-training bits. Um, A lot of runners out there are cross-training at the moment. And I mean, I get messaged all the time. I don't do that much cross-training myself. I wish I did more. It's really good for you. But um, they often ask, like, how do you get time to pass? Time goes so slow. Like, what, what are you thinking about? Is it like, what, how do you personally get time to go? Do you think about competing with the world's best again and that's enough motivation for you or do you put on a movie completely zone out uh what helps you get through it i actually i zone out so for example like when i have a session i before i get to the gym i write down like the session i'm gonna do and sometimes i do stuff like all right because you know i go off heart rate for example i say i say on my notes three by two minutes two songs and i don't know what song's coming next it could be a 10 minute song it could be a three minute song and you have to get your heart rate higher each time. And it just makes it a bit more fun. And even even if it's like an easier one, you still don't need to push that hard. But I just make up random things. Like I've gone off like the distance on the thing. I've gone up, you know, on a, on a machine, it says like how many calories you burn. I've just gone off like the calories, but I've made up so many different sessions. And I think it's just like at the end of the day, like because everyone out there will have a race in mind they want to do. And they know, like, I'm thinking about everyone else who's out there training. And, yeah, because I want to be, like, I want to win an Olympic medal. Um, 
I just have to get it done, really. It's amazing the places your mind goes to when you're so bored on a cross trainer. Oh, I'll have you bored. I've been watching the Tour de France on the bike and I've, oh, yeah. I've been basically winning the stages. So. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Um, great. I think we're kind of wrapping up now. So, um, Nick and I both know that you are a big fan of ice cream. Yes. Uh, we've come up a lot in, in your YouTube videos. Um, so final question for you, Jake, what is the best ice cream on the market? Oh, uh, um, that's quite hard. That's quite hard. Cause I've, I've like, you know, when you're in Tesco's and you see all the ice creams, I've tried every single flavor there is. So it's like, I'm trying to still find another one. Um, it has to be like Ben and Jerry's. I do like Ben and Jerry's quite a lot or haagen One of them. One of them is really good. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Awesome. Awesome sketch up with you. Before I, I let you go, I want to ask you one last thing. Um, so do you think, well, two things quickly. Kipchoge is confirmed for Berlin. Yes. Is Kipchoge going to break the world record? And is Calvin Kiptum going to run a faster marathon time than him in his lifetime? I don't think Kipchoge will break the world record. Um, purely because I think... I mean, the the way he did it last year was amazing. But if he gets out again, I don't think he'll hold it. Kiptum, uh, the way he's running, he'll break two hours quite easily. That that last half in London was amazing. Um, I don't. I really want to see them race, but I don't think I don't think sponsors or anything will actually let it because it would just be too big. Um, but I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. I really wish they were both doing Berlin. It's like I know. They're both, I know. Oh man, that's what the world wants to see. Just, just exactly. you know, line up. Um, but it's so good to catch up with you. You got a lot of exciting travels and stuff coming up. Look after yourself, and uh, yes. can't wait to see you competing and and awesome. getting your place at the Olympics next year. Well, thanks so much for having me on. I'll see you guys soon. Cheers, cheers, All the best. Cheers, champ. See ya. Yeah, really awesome to catch up with Jake. I think what I love most about it is like he's gone through this whole transition over the last year, but yet his spirits are still right up there. Like he can't wait to to run an Olympic qualifying time. And yo, like respect to that because to go full circle, uh, come out the other side, just as strong, if not stronger, he seems so much wiser. Um, yeah, it's going to be good to see him in full flow. Yeah, insane. And like, he's still so young as well. He's so much ahead of him. So if he can just get strong, I have no doubt he'll be winning Olympic medals. Wow. Put it into perspective. He's confident at running 208. I just want to break 220. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I don't need, I don't want to get greedy. I just want a few more seconds and I'm satisfied. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what I would do for some of that talent. Um, I saw you writing down the new qualifying time. <laughs> <laughs> And imagine in a few years, it's crazy how the times are getting so fast. And you, you realize it when someone like Jake Smith says, the 10K time is ridiculous. It's not going to happen. And you're like, but I've seen you at nights of the 10,000 PBs crashing and flying and you yeah. saying it's ridiculous. It's just insane the way things are going to. Imagine in 10 years' time. I can't even. No, just crazy. Subhuman. Let's get our fast times in now because in 10 years' time, Sam, they're not going to be very quick. <laughs> cool so yeah so i'm really actually keen to to catch up with you a little bit um towards the end of this call um so do you want to just give us a bit of insights into you know how long you've been at best athletics it's been amazing you having you on the on the team as as a coach with me and yeah let me know how you found the journey to date yeah no it's been amazing it's been 
a heck of a roller coaster. I think we can all confirm that. Um, it's been over a year now that I've been with Best Athletics, wow. um, which has just been insane. Like a lot of you know, it was the reason why I left Cambridge and moved to London, basically quit my job to come <laughs> spend more time with Best Athletics. Was it worth it? 100%. Best decision I ever made. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. I had a few injuries, but kind of coming back from my second one now, and I'm kind of finding my feet again, learning the whole way through. So yeah, no, it's been amazing so far. Awesome, awesome, awesome. No, it's been really, really cool. And it's it's also been amazing to see you grow um as a coach. So congrats for that. Um how have you found it? Obviously, like, you know what, you've been through two serious injuries recently, unfortunately, um, especially this last one was just a freak incident. Um, how have you found, like, balancing the training uh, for yourself personally when you injured, like with all the cross training and being a coach at the same time and having to encourage people, motivate people, bring out the best in people when it's been tougher for yourself at times? Like, I'm not going to lie, it's been super hard. Um, I think you kind of go through stages of being super motivated because you just want to come back stronger. And then days where you're just like, why me? Especially because it was a freak accident the second time. Like, there's just nothing I could have done to prevent this injury apart from not tripping on the rock that I tripped over. Um, so it's been a bit of a roller coaster, but I think definitely the second time round, it's been a lot easier. Um, to kind of stay on track, stay motivated and kind of just focus more of my energy into my coaching rather than my own progression with training. And it's been amazing to watch some of my athletes. Like I've had the best results from some of my athletes over the past few months when I've been out um, just absolutely smashing it. Um, and to be honest, it's given me loads of insights into cross training and helping athletes not only when they get pick up those little niggles in like kind of preventing injury, um, but with like return to run athletes, I've had a huge amount of inquiries from athletes who are injured and then returning to run and one of coaches kind of had more experience with that. So that's been amazing. So yeah, very up and down, but I think overall it's been a positive experience. Yeah, yeah. I know, like I can relate. I think, you know what, the first time you go through an injury, as a runner, it's tough, but as a coach, it's more tough because, you know, you eat, breathe, sleeping, running all the time. Um, but that's why it's like you learn from it and you come out so much stronger the other side and you realize, you know, in some ways it's a bit of a, a blessing in disguise because when you get your athletes that go through these injuries, you can relate to them and be like, you know, I've been there before. I know what it's like, you know, and when you come out the other side, it just makes it so much more rewarding. That's for sure. But yeah, she's what an awesome year it's been, Sam. Yeah, um, I will be back stronger than ever as well. Yes, <laughs> we can't wait to see you get back to your best. It's been a while, but <laughs> hey, you know, time flies as well. Yeah. And when you look at some of the memories pop up, um, yeah, you definitely are far from peaking. And um, you've been putting in a hell of a lot of cross training, which has been awesome to see. So I think that's just going to make your return to running a whole lot easier. Yeah. Um, so big ups to you for that. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of the, the awesome stuff that's going on in the world of best athletics. I know uh, last week was the Essex London 10K, and we had over 60 runners within the club doing it. Um, you came out and, and supported. I was giving it an absolute full send red lining from, from very early on, and uh, it made for a very long last 6Ks. It felt like I'd finished the marathon after that race. 
Um, but no, it was actually still so enjoyable. I think the vibe was good because, uh, you know, it's a Central London event, but the support we got, you know, from fellow teammates and just out there was absolutely amazing. Um, it was, you know, almost like such a special day for me because I've done the race for a few years. And when I started Best Athletics, you know, just over two years ago, there was like hardly any vests. And now whenever I was turning a bend, I could see a Best Athletics vest. So that was just so surreal and, and awesome for me. Um, you came out and supported um, yeah, how do you think the, the team did and how was it? Yeah, honestly, amazing. And just the best athletics kit sticks out so much anyway. So like just like watching people come through and you're just spotting a best athletics vest like every few seconds. It's just, it's insane. Like the way the club's grown and how just how energized everyone was and just supportive of the team. It's just been amazing. Yeah, yeah. So the next big team event that we're targeting uh is the big half i see on the whatsapp group there's over 100 people i know at london marathon we had over 100 people doing it so and the club's grown quite a substantial amount since then i think we've recently gone over 400 um members so we should have well over 100 at the big half which is going to be amazing yeah insane like i think for everyone at best athletics if you haven't signed up and you're looking to target a half marathon then that's definitely a race to look at are you going to be joining sam i'll be supporting if i'm allowed to run i'll be there <laughs> i'll, I'll <laughs> ask physio luke and see what he says i'm kind of wangling my way into signing up for some races um obviously i won't run if i'm not ready but either way i'll either be on the start line or on the sidelines supporting okay okay thanks so much y'all hopefully you're on the start line seven weeks seven weeks to get that ankle as strong as possible and, and into shape um but yeah it's going to come up quickly um okay and then ap apart from that um there's the training camp that's coming up relatively soon so just under two months time um that's you know exclusive to best athletics members we're going to a location i've been to before um like near arundel in the south downways which is amazing and if it's one it's like one of those things if it's not broken don't fix it um so yeah, returning there it looks like it's uh might be you know a bit of a smaller camp compared to the previous ones which is quite nice um in many ways as well but there's still an opportunity for for people to join if they would like to so um yeah i think you got up until the end of july to join for that um it's from the 6th to the 10th of september so just after the big half um, a few people doing Berlin Marathon on, on that and stuff. So really looking forward to that coming up. And are you coming to the training camp, Sam? Yeah, I am. And I just like encourage anyone part of who's part of Best Athletics. Like it's such a good opportunity. I think there's going to be five of us coaches down there. So like, especially if it's a smaller training camp, like what a great opportunity to have five coaches at your fingertips for a week. It's be awesome. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it'll be amazing. Good vibes. Cool um and then yeah finally to to wrap up uh there's been so many incredible race results within the club i, I think if we go through them individually it'll take us another couple of hours <laughs> um but yeah it's just been amazing to see um and you know best athletics it's anyone can join regardless of locations obviously we have team sessions in london and in nottingham but you don't have to attend the team sessions there's you know you got you got access to the, the whatsapp group and community and all the benefits that come with it um we've recently had uh two new coaches join jack and jess so we're a team of seven coaches now um that just sounds very very cool and i know that they actually uh running an initial special so if you're thinking about you know potentially getting coaching with with one of them i'll jump on pretty soon do you 
currently have availability as well, Sam? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, also with my nutrition package, really pushing that at the moment, especially speaking to people like Jake and that kind of thing. If you are struggling with your nutrition, please also reach out to me, but also have loads of capacity for coaching at the moment, return to running or just general race targeting. Cool. Um, and as far as the merchandise goes, so um, we've been in the process of signing up with a kit sponsor for our merch and um, oh, I wish I could announce it now. We're like on the verge of announcing it. It's literally in the final stages um, of legal. So yeah, by the next next podcast, we should be able to, to announce it. But I promise you, uh, the kit is just going to be absolutely sick. Super so exciting. so look, look out for that. <laughs> um cool so i'm awesome to catch up with you i know you what you're up to the next two days you've got a, a pilates class during my reformer pilates qualification i've just qualified with my matt pilates instructor um qualification so yeah i'll be doing that for the next week so hopefully in a few weeks time i'll have my reformer pilates qualification too nice nice yeah. nice getting qualified in, in all areas <laughs> adding to that cv great to see you um awesome stuff cool well good to catch up um really looking forward to to many more catch-ups to come i know we're going to do a red s specific um podcast at some point as well i think there's a big education piece that we can all learn from you on that um and yeah onwards and upwards have a good one um i'm going to try and get the balance right between work daddy life and training and you know trying to get those few seconds for for sub 220 um so challenge here we come but yeah, have a good one and good to catch up with you. Thanks, Nick. Chat soon. Boom shakalaka. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>